welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you. Welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Kiva Blakesley, and today we'll be interviewing the films Strange Magic, The Short Cows, Upton Charles, and also interviewing Jorge Gutierrez and talking about the YouTube space. Right now I'm talking with Kendall and Haley on Strange Magic. How are you doing, Kendall? I am doing great. How are you? Fantastic. And what about you, Haley? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. So, um, Kendall, please tell us a little about the story of this wonderful animated film. Okay, so Strange Magic is a fairy tale with comedy and lots of adventure. But it's not an ordinary type of fairy tale. It's a fairy tale that is very different and has a big twist with it. And it's about a beautiful young princess. Her name is Marianne, and she's preparing for her wedding day. And she's flying around gathering a big bouquet for her groom-to-be, and she discovers that he's embracing another fairy. And so she is very heartbroken and refuses to fall in love. And that's when she turns from a beautiful, soft-spoken princess to no longer believing in the power of love and wearing dark clothes. Mm. And that, and Roland, her groom-to-be, wants her wants to win back her heart, but she, but she refuses. So he has, he gets the help from Sonny to help him win Marianne's heart. Yeah, it's, the story has a lot of Tristan turns uh, mostly because it's loosely based off a Shakespeare story, Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> yeah. And if you know Shakespeare, he can be, you know, there's a lot of twists and turns of his stories, <laughs> but they're great. <laughs> yes, there are. So, Haley, what did you love most about this film? What I really loved most was all the musical songs in it. Yeah. It was so funny at time from time to time. And um like other songs, it would be like from back in the olden days. And it was just like they were bringing back so many funny songs that I loved. Agreed. The, these films are like from the 70s, the 80s, the 60s. So, um did any of your parents listen to the music like, yeah, I listened to this back in my day? Oh, definitely. <laughs> when I saw the film, my mom just couldn't stop singing along to the music. She was like, I know the songs. I know the lyrics. Kendall, what did you think about the music? I love the music. I enjoyed it a lot. My favorite song was Don't Worry About a Thing. It was yeah. just very groovy and made me all happy inside. Agreed. And Haley, what was your favorite song? My favorite song was when um, Dawn, Marianne's sister, was singing about how much she was in love because the love potion she had, would had on was under her and she was like all woozy and she started singing how much she was in love. I love that one. I, I yeah, totally agree. <laughs> so there's a lot of great characters in this film, so... Kendall, what would you say your favorite character in this whole film was? My favorite character is Sonny. He's <laughs> extremely nice and kind, and he has a really big crush on Don, Marianne's sister. And he would do absolutely 
anything to win her heart. He would even get in big trouble just to impress her. And I think that is very brave of him to do that. I like Sonny too. He's, he's, who doesn't love a comedy relief? He's a hilarious character. Yeah, he's very cool, and I like him a lot. Yes. So, what do you think the moral of the story is, Haley? The moral? Yes, the moral. Oh, okay. I think the moral of the story is, like, basically don't judge a book by its cover because you'll never know how somebody is going to be at first, but you might seem to like them, so you never know what how, like, a person personality is and you won't know it matters who you are on the inside not on the outside totally agree and uh, and i like the direction that story went um went without giving too much away there's the direction the story goes is i like the direction they go it's it's a good direction and it's something unexpected which i adore you're listening to voice america kids network i'm your host keeper blakesley and today we'll be talking about the YouTube space and Kids First News highlight, Upton Charles, Cows, and also interviewing Jorge Gutierrez, director of The Book of Life. Right now, I'm talking with Haley and Kendall of Strange Magic, and how and they were talking about how much they love the music and how they adore the, the love songs in it. It's just a great animated film. So, Kendall, back to talking about Strange Magic, what do you think your favorite scene in this whole entire film was? My favorite scene is when Sunny is singing Don't Worry About a Thing to Dawn because that is my favorite song that they play in the movie. And it's a very beautiful scene and it makes you happy and all joyful inside. Totally agree. It's it's a really uplifting film. And it really brings your spirits up. Yes, it does. (laughs) I was smiling throughout the whole film. Yeah. Now, the, this film was um, created also by George Lucas, and some of the designs, like the animation of the characters, were amazing. So, Haley, what did you think about like the character designs in this film? I think the animation was great. It really makes the story come alive, and it really matches the musical vibes. Hey, that rhymes! Ha! <laughs> was a poet, didn't know it. So, Kendall, what did you think about like the the very bright colors have also mixed with the dark tone of the dark forest. It was a very good clash of colors. I thought it was very different that nobody else would use. And the colors really fit together. And they made, like, each... The the fairy kingdom and the dark forest had their own little features. And... They work together to make them both shine yeah. and unique. I love the design of the Ball King. That kind of like mosquito mixed in with yeah. armor. I mean, that was just a really cool design. Yes, it was actually. Um, so, Kendall, what did you think about also the voice acting in this film? I thought they were fabulous. They do a phenomenal job as actors and they are outstanding singers as well. Yeah, the, one of the voice actors, Alan Cumming, who plays the Ball King, is a fantastic singer and performer. He's done some great stage work. Um, yes, with, he did. With, like, cabaret and everything. He's an amazing performer. So, Haley, what would you think... What did you think about the singing in, this, in, the, in the film? Like, the voice actors? 
I think all the voice actors did an amazing job. Most of them were funny with their different accents, and it really made the movie come alive. It made it more fun and interesting to watch. Great. So, what do you for Haley? Do you think this would be a great film to watch on Valentine's Day? Definitely. <laughs> so much romance in it, and then, like, if you're looking for love, you'll definitely find it in this film. Agreed. It's just a fun film to watch, and it's great for that most happy time of the month of February. So, Kendra, how many? Um, what's the age range for this film? Um, I would give the age range ten to eighteen years because there are some scenes that are very a little scary for the younger kids,、mm. or things. It's a little more mature for them to understand. Well, yeah, the story can be a little bit twist and turns, but I feel like kids can understand it still. Otherwise, but that's good. And Haley, how many stars would you give this film? I would give this a five out of five dazzling stars. This was one of my favorite movies, and I just loved it. I love the dazzling stars part, and that's a great time to to kick off the new year. Right. So, Kendall. What would you say?、Um, if there's anything in this film you would change, if any, what would it be? Um, I don't think I would change a thing about this movie because it is very unique and not like most movies, and I think that's what makes it shine and makes it a great movie to watch. Agreed. It's a very original film. So thank you very much, Kendo and Haley, for talking about Strange Magic. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This film is out in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for kids' first coming attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages seven to fourteen to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids' first coming attractions is heard every Tuesday at four p.m. Eastern, one p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keith Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Today we were just talking about the film Strange Magic and we're also going to be talking about YouTube Space, Kids First News Highlight, Upton Charles, and Cows. Right now we're talking with writer and director of The Book of Life, Jorge Gutierrez. Thank you so much, Jorge, for being able to be on the show. Oh, thank you, Kiefer, and, and thank you for pronouncing my name right. That Usually people don't get it, so again, awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been known for butchering names, so I'm glad to be able to help you out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, that was awesome. So, um, all right, before we start talking about um, Book of Life, which comes out on DVD now, um, let's talk about a little bit about your career and um, how you became an animator. So um, this is the time you just get to give a brief history about yourself. Oh, uh, ever since I was a kid, I loved cartoons and I loved animated movies. And in fact, uh, you know, I'm going to age myself, but I went to see Pinocchio as a little kid with my family, and Pinocchio <laughs> kind of changed me completely, and that's one of the reasons the characters in the Book of Life are wooden puppets. Uh, yeah. I was so taken by Pinocchio, and so as I grew, I, I loved cartoons, and I really wanted to do it for a living, and my family, you know, I grew up in Mexico, they, they kind of said, you know, being an animator and, and making cartoons, that's like being an astronaut. You can dream <laughs> about that stuff, but it's probably not going to happen. And so over the years, I, I tried figuring out how to do it, and eventually I went to a school called CalArts, which is a, a school for animation, and that's where my career started, and I started making cartoons in school, and I worked really, really, really hard. Uh, I wasn't the most talented kid, and I always said, you know, I might not have the most talent, but I'm going to be the guy who works the hardest. And so that's always sort of been what I do. Uh, eventually, I graduated and I got to make a show with my wife uh, called El Tigre, The Adventures of Manny Rivera for Nickelodeon. And so that show did really well. It won a bunch of awards. And thanks to that, uh, the big Hollywood studio said, you know, you made a pretty good TV show. What if you make a movie? And so <laughs> they gave me that opportunity, and I decided to go all out. And the book of life, you know, I, I, I don't know. At that point, I didn't know if I was ever going to get to make another movie. So I said, I'm going to put everything I've ever loved into this movie, <laughs> just in case I never get to do this again. And that's what we did. Well, side note, El Tigre was one of my favorite shows growing, growing up. I Aww. always used to watch that show. <laughs> well, we, we, we worked really, really hard on that show. And, and the fact that you like it, I, I liked you before, I like you even more now. <laughs> and I'm really being truthful here. I'm not trying to do it just because I'm interviewing you. I really do love your work and actually um when i was uh I, you started you said you started animating when you were in college and one of your later one of your earlier works was a short called carmelo i believe yes that was my uh my my student film uh you know in order to graduate from school you had to make a, a short and mm -hmm. that's what inspired the book of life that little short about a kid who's a wooden puppet who you know bullfights on day of the dead and so that's where the Book of Life was born. So I first had that idea as a student, and I pitched it everywhere in, in Hollywood, and everybody told me, you know, you're just some dumb kid. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. You can't make this movie. And sure enough, 14 years later, here I am with, with the finished film. <laughs> 14 years later. It's, that took a while to create this film. So how does it feel now that the film's actually out in a out in theaters and people are enjoying the film now that it's over pretty much the making the film is over well you know it, all my dreams came true making the movie and it's one of those things where 
I always dreamt of these days to come, and they finally happen. And now that people are experiencing the movie, the best reward has been the the letters we get, letters on you know social media and Twitter and Facebook and, and emails, with how much the film has affected people in a positive way, and how it's brought families together, and how it's made you know a subject that's usually taboo, talking about those who are no longer with us. Uh, to the forefront and families and, and, you know, kids are talking about their grandparents and talking about the stories of those who came before them. So that has been very, very overwhelming for me emotionally. It was not something I was expecting and it kind of happened. Uh, and now, you know, I find myself every day reading the most beautiful and heartfelt messages from people who have been touched by the film. Totally agree. And what's funny is my sister-in-law and my brother celebrate Day of the Dead. So when I saw your film, I'm just thinking it's it's a fantastic what you're teaching kids, and it's I'm I the first ten minutes of the film got me teary eyed because it's the characters and the story was just so passionate about the culture and folklore. So it's just such a really passionate film, and I really saw in this film. So I I love it, and we'll talk more uh-huh. about the folk. So, so <laughs> thank you so much for the film. Um, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and today we're talking about Strange Magic, YouTube Space LA, Upton Charles, and Cows. And right now we were just talking with Jorge Gutierrez on the Book of Life and how much he, he really put all this, <laughs> he didn't think he'd make a film again, so he just put all his effort into this one film, and what he created is one of the best animated films of all time. So we're back talking to him. So, Jorge. I mentioned before that the the folklore in this film is amazing. So, um, what do you, what kind of character, the characters in this film are also amazing as well. So, what inspired the characters? Well, I always found that my favorite movies and my favorite uh, music, my favorite books, they usually were work that was inspired by the events that happened to the artist or the author. And mm. so, for Book of Life, I took my inspiration from all the stories that I heard from my grandfather and from my grandmother and from my parents about the history of our family. Obviously, you know, ancient gods didn't play with them and do all those things. So I kind of embellished that, that part of it. But they were all real things that happened to us. And I tried to base the character, you know, the, the character of Maria is based on my wife, Sandra. Uh, Manolo's journey to become an, a, you know, a respected artist is kind of what I had to go through with my family. <laughs> And what I had to go through in, in, you know, in the film industry to try to get this movie made. So I tried to ground everybody in this magical world and this fantastic story into the real world. And so everything came from something real. Uh, and so if you watch the film with me sitting next to you, I would go, eh, that old lady, that's a teacher I didn't like in the third grade. <laughs> and that guy over there, that was my soccer coach who really encouraged me. And, and so everyone in the movie is based on someone that I knew growing up. And that makes and to, to base those characters off of people you know, it actually makes the characters more identifiable, not to just you, but the audience. And I think that makes it even um, more three-dimensional. Exactly. And, you know, in animation, a lot of thought is put into the main characters. But yeah. a lot of times they just leave the secondary characters and, and don't put that much attention. In Book of Life, we decided everyone's important. If the camera followed any of these characters, we would travel and know that they have full lives completely realized. And that's <laughs> kind of what we did. Yeah. And I'm curious. I think one of my favorite characters is the candle maker because I just find it fascinating that every person is made up of this candle. 
And when the candle blows out, their life is gone. I think that was fascinating and so original. Where did that uh, inspiration come from? Well, there was a German poem that inspired that one. And it talked about a man in a cave who took care of humanity. And so I read that poem, and then I found out there was a Mexican movie that was made inspired by that poem. <laughs> so as, as I always say, all of the stories in the world connect. And so that was the big inspiration for that. That's fascinating. That's really cool. So I know you said that you put all your effort into this film, and you you said you may not make any films. Well, this film's a big success. So um, <laughs> sequels, sequels? Well, the... Uh, the it was always conceived as a trilogy, right? The idea was the first movie would be about Manolo, the second one would be about Joaquin, and the third one would be about Maria. Uh, right now, the movies come out in the U.S., and it's, we're still halfway all over the world. So there's still a lot of time to go before uh, the big box office gods decide we were allowed to make a <laughs> sequel. So for the time being, I'm already working on a completely different movie, uh, and they haven't announced it. But I can tell you it's a Mexican kung fu movie. Animated or live action? An- animated. Oh, joy. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. I wish I could share it with you guys. It's going really, really good. Oh, gosh. I got pumped. Now. Okay, well, you can't give too much away because you want to leave your audience wanting more. So, cool. Animated kung fu movie. I'm excited now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's change the subject so I don't have to keep building up last question what do you think is as an animator what do you find most fascinating about the art of animation well one of the things that animators i feel that we're really lucky is we get to slow time down and we get to really analyze how people act and how they move and you know one of the things in the movie that i love doing was when a character says something they're saying words but what do they really mean like what's the subtext underneath because a character can say, hey, it's so good to see you. But if he says it like this, hey, it's uh, really good to see you. You can tell <laughs> that they're actually not happy to see them. And so all those little things, animators, we study life and we study people and we study how people interact. And so animation is basically those nuggets of truth sprinkled over fantasy. Wow. And I, I'm a huge fan of animation because I feel like anim, an, animation itself is an endless art form. I mean, if you want to create something, depending on your budget, you can create almost anything with animation. Yeah, but, I mean, we, we get to make a world from scratch. Yeah, and with this film, you created two worlds, The Land of Forgotten and The Land of Remembered, and both worlds are well, actually three worlds and also Land of the Living. And it's an amazing movie, Book of Life, which is out on DVD now, so Please, if you haven't seen the film, please check it out and make the box office gods happy so we can see more films <laughs> for this wonderful animator. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And, and honestly, this is the type of movie that people have watched it and it's touched them. So uh, it's for the whole family. And I really, really believe, uh, you know, in the beginning, some people were a little hesitant because they heard Day of the Dead and they thought it was a horror movie or it was <laughs> a, a zombie movie, which is what a lot of people thought. And it's not that at all. It's, it's, you know, it has adventure, it has action, it has music, it has romance. But the most important thing in the movie is it has a message about how important it is for us to remember those who are no longer with us. Totally agree. Thank you so much, Jorge, for talking to me. It has been more than a pleasure. Oh, th- honestly, thank you so much 
for having me, Kiefer. This was really fun. Uh, anything you guys ever need, I'm here. Fantastic. So let's take a break. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, you are Real tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. 
Hey, welcome back to Kids Quiz Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Today, we were just talking about the film Strange Magic and a wonderful interview with Jorge Gutierrez. We're also going to be talking about YouTube Space LA and Cows and Upton Charles, which we're going to be talking to Anthony about right now. How are you doing, Anthony? Uh, good, thank you. How are you? Fantastic. So, um, Anthony, tell us a little bit about this wonderful book. Yes. Well, uh, this book is about a dog named Upton Charles, who is like three years old, and finds some silver dollar coins in a construction site. He and his family, along with some new family they met on their trip around the, be- around the beach, went to the construction site where a school was being built and discovered a lot of coins and shared the history of them. A lot of kids will probably like this story because it's educational and it's a good story. It sounds like an interesting mystery as well. Are you a mystery fan? Yes, I am. I love mysteries. So, um, do you read a lot of um, mystery books? Um, yeah, I can say I read quite a few. Hmm. So, what would you say uh, you found most interesting about this book? Well, what I found most interesting was how they made a good story about a dog and their family, but also put a little bit of history and education in it, but still made it sound cool. Like, it put mystery, it put construction site, and it put, like, twists, yet it all kept it so that it also be educational, like explaining the coin's history after they found them. So what kind of history of the coin? Like, um, yeah, what kind of history? Well, um, these type of histories, like the silver dollar coin, what is a really old coin that they made a long time ago. Mm. Same thing for a lot of uh, English pennies they found. And they found a lot of cool coins that explained a lot of the history that was a long time ago. So a lot of currency history. That's interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think that, what do you, what do you find most fascinating about the character as, as the dog? Well, um, Upton here is a cute little dog. He always obeys, um, and he just, he's an amazing character. He does a lot of cool things. I mean, he explains everything. He acts like he actually is a dog. Um, he brings in his own little thoughts to himself, shares it with everybody. I mean, I think it's a, he, that character was a really good one. Hmm. So, um, have you, I understand there's been other books of Upton Charles. Have you read the previous ones? Um, I haven't read every single one of them. I am actually reading them. It has showed me to start and reading all the other ones. Uh, right now I'm actually reading one of them. That I will continue reading after this. And which one is that? Um, it is the another book called Upton Charles Winter Wonderland. Ooh, sounds like a fun one. Mm-hmm. So what do you think kids can really most enjoy about Upton Charles Lost Loot? What they can mostly enjoy about this story is how it's just an amazing story. It has a lot of thought into it it's so it's kid friendly it's got good language that everyone can understand and it has mystery 
um, like just being a cute little dog, having amazing, amazing plot to it, and just putting a little bit of history that really helps the story. And what would you say the age range for this film, for not the film, for the book is, the age range? The age range that I thought would probably be for a lot of like early readers or just anyone who really likes the book. So probably um, ages up to 14, 12. Okay. Because this book has a good amount of history that everybody should probably know. And it's just a kid-friendly book. Sounds like a cute book. So thank you very much for talking about Upton Charles Lost Loot, Anthony. You're welcome. This, this book is out, is out, so please go check it out. Um, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keith Blakesley, and today we're talking about the we're talking about the film Strange Magic, YouTube Space LA, Cows, and Upton Draws now on ebooks. And I'm going to pass the mic to Brianna. Hola, peoples. <laughs> well, uh, I will be interviewing Kiefer, obviously, about this short film, Cows, and it's by Sandra Boynton. 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 <laughs> oh, I didn't butcher her name. Uh, so, Kiefer, can you please tell us about this short film? Where do I start? <laughs> yes. At the beginning. Well, this short is a musical about cows. I mean, that's pretty much the basic thing. That was a about. great synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very adorable musical number. Almost like Broadway style. I swear, I would give this short a Tony for best choreographed number. <laughs> because it's such, it's one of those catchy, you know those like YouTube viral videos that you can just watch over and over again and it's just like yes. catchy as heck. That's, one, that's what this <laughs> short is. I mean, it's got catchy music, lyrics, and the animation is just so simplistic that it's just so lovable. So, it's the... Uh, their dances yes. and their songs. So, about cows, which is <laughs> great. <laughs> because when I heard that, I thought of cats because, you know, it's a musical. Yeah, and, it's... You know. Anyway, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. But um, um, how did you like the dancing? Because you did say the choreography was great and awesome and everything. But is there anything that stood out to you with the dancing or the singing? You know, when you bring up cats, I think that would have been a totally different show. Cali cows, Cali calico cows. <laughs> that would have been so different. Um, well, the animation is just not like it's not. Like grand animation, it's, I don't think it's really even spo- supposed to. I mean, it's got bright colors, and the dancing is just pretty much the cows. It it is hand drawn animation. It's not um, it's not three D. It's two D, and it's just the cows going in a chorus line. That's really pretty much what it is. And they're, they're jumping up and down. The ears are flapping, and they're holding balloons, and. It's just such an adorable short. I mean, when I told I I had to give a short review on cows, I'm thinking, okay, that's interesting, cows. All right, well, let's just check it out. Okay, and, I'll check it out. And it really brought up my day. I could not stop laughing. I mean, it is just really an uplifting video. Yeah, it's just one of those videos where it's like, I mean, you don't expect to like it, but then when you watch it, it's like, okay, I understand. I'm laughing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So is did, was there a plot line or was it was it very interesting? That's not much of a plot line. It's just if you just gotta watch the short. Okay, because, I will. I will. 
it's one of those ones you just have to. It's just an experience. It's pretty much a, It's pretty much what they talk about. What they are. I mean, we are cows. We're remarkable cows. Oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, I know it's could, sorry. If you could rate this cow extravaganza musical <laughs> out of five stars, what would you rate it? Um, five out of five cups of milk. Oh, that that was funny. That was a great play on words. Okay. And what is the age range? Uh, the age range, I, I say five through 18-year-olds because I just feel like anyone can like enjoy this. It's so adorable. And, I mean, I'm the 2% hot milk pun that there's only a 2% of people who may not like this, but it's it's still a wonderful, wonderful short. Yeah, because, you know, not everyone likes a film. So I understand the whole 2% milk thing. Wink, wink. Oh. So are there any, like, characters in this in this short, or, or is it just a bunch of cows singing in harmony with each other? It's a bunch of cows singing in harmony with each other. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry, Brianna. I wish I could tell you more, but it's just, it's still a great short. It's just so simplistic that it's just amazing. <laughs> no, I understand you because it's like, you, it's one of those things where when you laugh at something and everyone's like, it's not that funny. And it's like, well, you had to be there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be there. So yeah. I will watch it and I will talk to you and I'll be like, okay, I totally understand you right now. Okay. Well, Kiefer, <laughs> thank you so much for talking with us today all about cows. It's on YouTube, so please check it out, guys. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice American Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Kiefer about our wonderful interview, Cows, which is a great thing that you must see that's on YouTube. And we are talking about the YouTube LA Space Experience and First Kids First News Highlight Shows. So right now we are speaking again with our amazing co-host, Kiefer about the YouTube LA Space Experience and First Kids First News Highlight Shows. Thank you for joining us today. Kiefer, how are you? Fantastic after the last interview. 
<laughs> yeah, like how can you not be? It was a great interview with a great material. <laughs> so let's talk about this experience. Can you tell us about your experience and what it felt like? Well, the YouTube space in LA is pretty much a filming space. I mean, it's one of the many spaces around the world that YouTube allows um, YouTubers to come and film. Um, we have a little bit of special treatment. We don't have quite as many subscribers, but um, we um, are able to... Uh, Kids First had the honor of being able to go to YouTube space and take advantage of the wonderful things they allow us to do. I mean, the YouTube space allows... Um, us to have green screens, um, stay, um, um, sorry, um, sound booths, <laughs> um, equipment, um, different kind of cameras, and classes. In fact, me and Jerry, wow, um, are taking classes there. Stuff like post production with Adobe Premiere, um, lighting um, classes, um, sound sound classes. I mean, it's pretty much a f- a film class for free. So, um. That's pretty cool. It's a wonderful place, and you can. And if you if you don't live in LA, well, if if you don't live in LA, well, if you live in New York, Tokyo, London, um, they have YouTube spaces there, and it's just a wonderful uh, organization there. They're wonderful people to work with, and they're just so humble. Well, that's very good because well, before I um looked into it, like, got a little bit more information on the YouTube LA Space experience. Um, I thought that, <laughs> now, don't laugh at me, but I thought that it was, like, a bunch of astronauts from space, and you guys interviewed them. I thought that's what it was, and I was so confused. I was like, wait, so they went to space? I was so confused. Don't laugh at me. Anyway, <laughs> what did you learn that was new or that you... um got a little bit more detail about. Well, we went to the Unlock the Space at YouTube and pretty much it's our introduction to our space, pretty much saying like, congratulations, you are now have the pass to come into our uh, building. And, <laughs> no. but um, Without being tased. <laughs> <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Uh, uh, Jerry Oars and I and our wonderful founder, Randy Levy, came to, the, to Unlock the Space and we pretty much got the introduction and we learned stuff about what um what we can film and we have a wonderful class about copywriting the wonderful realm of copywriting about mm-hmm. stuff like um neat, neat little tips like be sure when you're drinking out of a can to always make sure the label is not showing to the camera and we we learned a lot of like legal stuff and it was actually the really eye-opening about copywriting and it's it's so easy to um get a fine or do something or, or show an Apple computer without even noticing it that it's it was really an eye opening experience, especially if you're an upcoming filmmaker such as me and Jerry. And we we want to become filmmakers one of these days and we learned a lot about be careful what you show on a camera. So um that was really eye opening experience there. And the space there is truly amazing. I mean there's the green screen stages which we were we had a pleasure of filming at and the equipment they allow us to use. I mean, this is like high tech equipment. This isn't, this isn't a flip camera or a, a, uh, a handheld camera. These are, uh, these can be big television cameras that you, that you can use. I mean, these are amazing, <coughs> excuse me, equipment that they allow you to use. So, I mean, it's amazing. Even they also allow you to use, um, smokes, um, smoke screens. I mean, everything. It's amazing. 
Well, that you sound so passionate about it, and that's because just great that you're so passionate about it. It's a playground for filmmakers. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, it, you're a kid in a candy store. Like, oh my gosh, I can, I can, we can shoot a video. Let's get this camera. Let's get this lighting. Let's get this. this. And this one. And it's all for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Well, it's like when I when I'm listening to you speak, and I and I think I I can represent everyone that hears you. It's like. They're thinking about their thing that if if I went to like a week workshop where it was just about acting and just about auditions and just about everything acting, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I can die now and I'd be totally happy. <laughs> so it's it's good that you have your playground and candy store and everyone else has their playground and candy store. Yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are talking about YouTube LA Space Experience and first kids first news highlight shows so right now we were speaking with Kiefer about youtube la space experience and first kids first news highlight shows and we were just speaking about how everyone kind of has their nook and everyone has they would like to be that has everything that they love like a bookstore is one of my candy shops because yes. it has books <laughs> and starbucks <laughs> so that's all you really need in life but anyway did you meet any influential people that kind of took you under their wing and guided you? Um, I'm going to, hopefully, I, I don't know her last name, but Courtney. Um, I forgot her last name, but Courtney has been a wonderful mentor during this, um, or getting to know YouTube space. She's given us our passes. She's been, she's gotten us through without, uh, she's gotten us through the, um, security. <laughs> uh, <laughs> without being tased. <laughs> she's been helping us through this wonderful experience. So, um, Courtney's been amazing. And, um, yeah, we when we went to online space, we met other fellow YouTubers who are just starting out. But, um, really, we were just, um, focusing on, um, learning, um, about what we can gain from YouTube. Um, we went there. Both Jerry and I had our laptops, and we were just taking notes and notes. I mean, if you saw Jerry's notes, I mean, we have like pages upon pages of notes from YouTube <laughs> that is just so influential. So, if anyone is more influential, it's Jerry's notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jerry's notes. <laughs> um, it's just um, for the whole experience that you guys got, and um, since you guys are two upcoming filmmakers that I hope will make big movies that I can star in. Uh, hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, what would be your favorite part of this experience? Um, well, first of all, you can send me your headshot and resume after the show. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> um, biggest experience was, I think the most funniest and just the, the most fun we've ever had was actually filming there. Jerry and I are actually filming the video, which is our Kids First News highlight, which is the top 10 2014 films for kids, which... Um, our fellow Kids First film critics from all over the country have voted for their favorite film. I'm not going to give away the list. But um, we um, <coughs> excuse me, just fi um, finished filming that, and it was just a ball. I mean, once we got there, we, we got our equipment. They were just so humble. We, we went in, and we were just having so much fun. I mean, we just had everything on our fingertips. We had our lighting. We had the green screen. We had the cameras. And we were just having a ball. I mean, I, we've showed this on, on Jerry's Twitter. And it's just us in front of the green screen with director's chairs. And we're just laughing. And we just couldn't <laughs> stop laughing because 
it was just bloopers, bloopers upon bloopers. Um, <laughs> bloopers. <laughs> we were just having a, a a gay old time, and we were just happy, and also we were just happy to film that. So that was just by far the best experience there, and I think Jerry can agree that we just couldn't stop laughing. But we got our work done, and we have, <laughs> and we can't wait to show the video. And it's just it's just gonna be a fun video to show. Well, at least you got some work done. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a plus. <laughs> it's like, okay, guys, we've laughed for about two hours. Let's let's try to get some work done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the first Kids First news highlight shows. Um, what is the not the plot line, but like what what goes on in these shows? Kind of like Voice of America Kids, where we, but we just talk about the big upcoming no- news in um media in the film media. So mm-hmm. I think the biggest one we're going to be talking about is Oscar, Oscar, who will? <gasps> yes. Um, but um, we don't we're unsure about that. But stuff like that, um, whether it's award shows or big um entertainment stuff, um, entertainment news, we're pretty much um call me Ron Burgundy, and we'll be taking you through the life of film. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll be coming up to L.A., and um, we can film the Oscars, and everything will be okay. Yeah, yeah, that's and I'll bring my headshot and resume with me as well, so that I yes. can be in that film that we were talking about. Yeah, but <laughs> well, that's Kiefer, yes, yes, yes. Well, Kiefer, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the YouTube L.A. Space Experience, which is not outer space, guys, so don't get that mixed up like I did. And the first Kids First news highlight shows, please check it out. And please look for our reviews on the Huffington Post. We're on the teen section and our blog is called Kids First. Thanks so much for joining with us today. This is your host, Brianna Hope and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org and check out our Kids First blog on the Huffington Post. This show is produced for the Voice America Kids Network by Kidstar Radio. We empower kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of C, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lizzie Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Are Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish. If only
Wisp Pops from the Kidstar Album of the Month. 